Hey, I'm so happy you're here. I'm Meg, a human person. And I'm Sneed, a really cool caterpillar with snazzy red sneakers. That's where my name comes from. Mm-hmm. I know. Pretty clever. And we have one more person here. Well, Butterfly. Yes, Butterfly. She's my sister, and she wears a yellow hat, and she's pretty cool, too. Yep, you're both pretty cool. But where is she? <clears throat> Bean, it's your turn again. Again? Oh. Okay, hold on. Almost done. Yes! Butt phone time again! No, Sneak, don't sit on it. Do you know how much sanitizer I had to use last time? Uh-huh. Your turn, sissy. Don't call me sissy. <sighs> okay, I'm Bean. I'm a butterfly. And this is... Story Pillar! I feel a story coming on Wonder where we'll end up today We'll blast around the world We'll sneak and be leading the way Go Story Pillar, we're in this together No stopping us full speed ahead Go Story Pillar Hey again, welcome to the second episode ever of Story Pillar, a podcast where we tackle sticky situations, explore stories from all over the world, and pick up advice from you, our listeners. And your eyelashes sticky, or accidentally gluing your toes together sticky. <laughs> nope. Sticky like, oh no, what just happened? What am I supposed to do now? Exactly. Speaking of which, let's check in with our listeners, say hey, and find out what sticky situation we're tackling this week. Listeners, how are you feeling today? Interesting. No one's stuck in a tree this week. Nope, not this week. But I still heard a lot of different emotions. How about you, Sneak? How are you feeling today? Well, my stomach hurts a little because I had sour cream and broccoli on my French toast today. Oh, that sounds interesting. It was tastastic, even if my tummy didn't love it. <laughs> but otherwise... I'm fantastic! Good, I'm glad. Me too, actually. Let's check in with Bean. How's school going? You were feeling pretty small and not very brave in your new class last time. I'll say. She was all like, Sneak. Oops, I know. Space to tell your story. These lips are zipped. Good idea. Well, it was really stressing me out, but... Then I remembered what Jamie said last time to try to be optimistic and not assume the worst will happen. Oh, and I asked Jasmine to walk to class with me and introduce me to some of her friends. Yeah? And they were actually really nice. Yay! 
I'm so happy for you, Bean. Yeah, and one of them even. <coughs> There, that's better. What I was trying to say was just stop it, would you? Wait, what? You're always interrupting me. But, Bean, I was just trying to help. Really, Sneak? Because you're not. You're the worst. Wow. I had no idea she felt that way. Maybe she's right. Maybe I am the worst. Well, I know that's not true, Sneak. She's just upset. But I do think we have our sticky situation for the week. What do we do when we're feeling really, really angry? Like Bean. How about we check out a story and see if we can come up with anything? Well, stories are the best thing in the whole entire world. Except for giant chickens, of course. <laughs> Except for giant chickens. Okay, for this story, we're going to the largest swamp in North America. The Okefenokee Swamp in Georgia in the southeastern United States. Okefenokee? That's fun to say. Okefenokee. Okefenokee. <laughs> It is pretty fun. Okay, one more thing. My cousin Kim used to live in Georgia, and she says people there sometimes say, what's good, when they want to say hello. Want to try it? Hey, everybody, what's good? Yep, like that. Listeners, your turn. Nice. Okay, no rocket this week because we're all a little upset. And I might have accidentally dropped the keys in the litter box. And you do not want to go in there. Yeah, probably not. Okay, let's just close our eyes. Hmm. And picture yourself walking through a hot, steamy swamp. With crickets. And heat bugs. And maybe frogs. Okay, here we go. Feeling angry, literally. Adapted from an African American folktale. Well, ain't this just finer than a frog's hair? Fox said angrily, licking the last bit of stickiness from her tail. It usually floated majestically behind her, like a fluffy orange peacock feather. But not today. Today, her beautiful, beautiful tail was as tangled as a wet mop on wash day, and it smelled distinctly of honey. It was all that rabbit's fault. Who knew rabbit had snuck into her garden earlier that day? Who knew he had cut a hole into the very large beehive hanging above the tomatoes? And who knew he had climbed the tree and waited for the perfect moment to dump the hive, honey, bees, and all right onto Fox's precious tail. She sure hadn't known. The bees were one thing. She had never run so fast in her whole life. But the honey was quite another. It was ooey and gooey and oh so very sticky. And after hours of furious licking, she was pretty sure her tongue was broken. That dirty, rotten, skunk-snorting rabbit. She shouted, startling some nut hatches from the branch above her. It's high time someone taught him a lesson. She switched her tail back and forth, 
and started thinking. She thought, and she thought, and she thought some more until at last she had an idea. Hmm, that might work, she murmured, flipping the idea over and over in her mind like a pancake. And with a giant glint in her eye and her nearly dry tail fanned out behind her, Fox set to work. And so it was right around lunchtime the next day that Fox plopped down in the shade under her favorite tree, paws covered in dirt, and greedily sucked down the last icy cold drops from her tall glass of lemonade. Woo, we is hotter than a ringtail's rump, she sighed, dabbing at her forehead with a handkerchief. Nowhere near as hot and bothered as that rabbit's about to be, though. <laughs> with a glance at her watch, she studied the result of that morning's work. Before her stood a little brown rabbit, or at least what a little brown rabbit would look like if it was made of branches and dried swamp grass and had a small round head of cauliflower glued to its rear end for a tail. On the creature's head, Fox had draped her old sun hat, taking care to cut out holes for its long pointed ears. On its paws, she had placed an ancient pair of gardening gloves, and from the crook of its arm, she had balanced an old wicker basket, just so. From a ways off, it looked as if this jolly little rabbit were simply out for a stroll or maybe on its way to a picnic. But upon closer inspection, there was no mistaking the thick goo Fox had smeared from the tips of its twiggy ears right down to its nubby white tail. Tar mixed with turpentine. In the heat of the day, droplets the color of burnt molasses seeped from under the hat's faded flowers, oozed through the gloves, mouse-nibbled holes, and slid like sleepy snails down the little rabbit's cheeks. And sakes alive, was it sticky. Because if there's one thing about tar mixed with turpentine, well, two things actually. It's that it's ten times as sticky as honey and smells about as bad as the wrong end of a skunk. Hee-hee, <laughs> chuckled Fox hurriedly stowing the last of her tools as footsteps crunched their way down the garden path. That old rabbit won't know what hit him. She dove behind a particularly voluminous holly bush and settled in for the show. Sure enough, not more than a cricket skip later, there was Rabbit. Hat cocked to the side, mouth split wide in a mischievous grin. He strutted into the garden, trampling peas, snapping radish stems, and called out, Fox! Hey, Fox, aren't you gonna come out and say hi to your old friend, Rabbit? He stomped on, leaving a trail of smashed summer squash in his wake. Heard you got yourself into an awfully sticky situation the other day, he taunted, unable to suppress a bark of laughter. <laughs> Heard that pretty little tail of yours maybe isn't quite so pretty as it once was. And with a low chuckle still rumbling in his throat, and much to the relief of Fox's poor vegetables, Rabbit reached the edge of the garden. He looked left toward the burbling creek, then right to the overgrown holly bush and the rickety old gardening shed. But still, there was no fox in sight. That's odd, said Rabbit, lifting his hat with a paw and giving the damp fur a good scratch. She's always in the garden this time of day, he murmured. Then louder, hey, fox, come out now. I know you're here somewhere. And slipping between the fence rails, he came up short at the sight of a friendly little rabbit with a flowered hat and a rather full-looking picnic basket. Oh, well, huh, begging your pardon, ma'am. I didn't know Fox had company. 
said Rabbit, removing his hat and giving a smart little bow. How do you do? I'm Rabbit. The turpentine rabbit, of course, said nothing. Rabbit, a little surprised at her rudeness, stood up, cleared his throat, and tried again. <clears throat> I said, I didn't know Fox had a friend over to lunch. Me being her best friend and all, <laughs> I suppose she would have invited me too. Fox, unable to contain herself, snorted. Best friend my Aunt Fanny's left foot, she muttered, and clapped a hand over her mouth as Rabbit spun around and looked hard at the holly bush. At any rate, Rabbit continued, turning back and narrowing his eyes. I'm Rabbit. It's nice to meet you, he said, holding out a paw. But again, there was no answer. Well now, ma'am, Rabbit strode closer, hat pressed against his chest. I'm not exactly sure where you're from, but where I come from, someone says, hey, nice to meet you. You sure as sugar say, hey, nice to meet you back, he finished, coming to a stop in front of the figure, smile vanishing from his face. The little brown rabbit, unsurprisingly, continued to stare sweetly and silently off into the distance. Well now, what's the matter? He growled, leveling a glare at the creature's blank acorn eyes. You think you're better than me? Is that it? His voice rose as his blood began to boil. Well, lucky you, you got old rabbit here to teach you how it's done. And reaching forward, he grabbed the creature's arm as if to raise it in a wave. But of course, it wasn't soft brown fur that met his paw, but tar. Extremely sticky tar. Hey, shouted Rabbit, trying to pull away. Let go of my hand, you good-for-nothing frog-bellied mudsucker. The holly bush gave another mighty shake as Fox let loose a snort of laughter and clapped both hands over her mouth this time. Rabbit, however, was too preoccupied to spare her a glance. Looking alarmed and increasingly angry, he grabbed at the turpentine rabbit's other arm with his free paw, which immediately stuck as fast as the first. Hey, hey, you let me go. Go, you hear? Just wait till I get loose. I'm gonna teach you a lesson. He frantically yanked and pulled with all his might, but neither paw budged an inch. Hey, cried Rabbit, cheeks as red as a rooster's tail. You got cotton in your ears or what? Let go, you hear me? He yelped, pushing his face right up into that of the silent little rabbit. And, as you might have guessed, with a loud, wet spluck, his nose and mouth were stuck. Really, really stuck. He shouted, kicking out first with one foot and then the other. And as he continued his struggle, nose, mouth, hands, and both feet now stuck fast. The tar figure toppled over a spitting mad rabbit along for the ride. <coughs> Fox, no longer able to contain herself, tumbled out, arms clutched around her middle, and laughing fit to bust a rib. <laughs> now that's a sticky situation. <laughs> she hooted, tears streaming down her face. And away she skipped, still snorting with laughter every few steps, the bright plume of her perfectly groomed tail floating merrily behind her. The end. So, 
What did you think? <laughs> that was so funny. My stomach hurts from laughing so hard. <laughs> Ow. Me too. Yeah, I like how Rabbit was all like, Oh, my paw's stuck. Let me grab you with my other paw. <gasps> Wait, that didn't work? Let me use my face. <laughs> That was pretty ridiculous, but I do think that was kind of the point of the story. That you shouldn't glue your face to people you're mad at? Well, yeah, that too. But also that when we're angry, we don't really have space in our brains to think straight. And then we do things... Oh, ah! Beans! Sweet baby pinecone! And say things that we don't mean and that only make everything worse. Bean, where did you come from? Oh... I snuck back in when you started the story. Holy super ninja sneaky skills. Well, at any rate, I'm glad you got to listen. How are you feeling? Better. Less like my face is going to explode. I guess sometimes when I'm feeling really angry, I just need to take a break and be by myself for a little bit. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that works for me too. And... I'm sorry I said those mean things, Sneak. I was just mad, like, really, really mad. But I didn't mean them. I know. I'm sorry, too, but sometimes I'm just having so much fun and I get so excited about what I'm thinking about that I just spit it all out, even if someone else has something to say. I know. I don't want you to stop being silly or change who you are, but... Maybe I should stop and see if you have something to say, too? Yeah. Okay. I can do that. Wait, one more thing. I love you, Beanie Weenie. Ew, but I love you, too. Okay, well, it sounds like we already have one unstick trick for this week. Ooh, unsticky trickies. That's when we ask a listener to give us their advice for figuring out our sticky situation. Exactly. Bean's unstick trick was taking a break. Now let's check in with Zelly and hear what she recommends doing if you're feeling really angry. My name is Zelly, and I am, well, almost seven because I'm way more than six, basically six and nine ten quarters. So, Zelly, what would you recommend someone to do if they're feeling really, really mad? I think they should take four deep breaths and then count the four and then sing about it. Sing about it? What would you sing? Think about it. Oh, think about it. And why do you think that might help them feel better? Because... If they take four deep breaths in, it could calm them down. And then if they sink, it could stop them from smashing into a wall and breaking a bone. Wonderful. All right. Thank you so much, Sally. Can I give you a high five? Ready? Woo! Okay. Awesome. Holy coconuts, that was good advice. Here's a self-high five just for you, Zelly. Blam! Yeah. That was actually a good idea. So next time, maybe I'll try counting to four and taking a few deep breaths, and maybe I won't even need to ask for a break. Thanks, Ellie. Yes, thank you, Zelly. 
And listeners, if you have an unstick trick you use to calm down when you're feeling really angry, we'd love to hear about it. We'll tell your grown-ups how to get in touch at the end of the show. Okay, that's it. We're done with our second episode ever of Story Pillar. Seriously? That went fast. Like rocket-dipped lightning strapped to a turbo blaster fast. Did it, though? <laughs> I guess it just depends on who you ask. Anyway, we are done for this week. Awesome. Phone, please. Let me just reach under my butt. <clears throat> Sanitizer, please. Thanks. You're welcome, Bean. Thanks for joining us. We'll have a new episode ready every other Monday. If you had fun, please tell a friend, or many, and don't forget to have a grown-up subscribe, rate us, and leave a gold star review wherever you love listening. If you're looking for mini-episodes, have a story suggestion, or want to share an unstick trick, send your grown-up to storypillar.com. That's S-T-O-R-Y-P-I-L-L-A-R. They can also find a link there to our Ko-fi page, as well as more information about how to support the show. As always, thanks to Andy Job and Susanna Bridges for their work on our theme song. And for more of their great kids' music, check out andyandsusanna.com or find them on Spotify and iTunes. And grown-ups, don't forget to check us out on Instagram. 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 <laughs> Our handle is at sign story pillar. You can also follow Mackenzie Allison, who does our awesome episode cover art at MK Allison Art. Okay, ready to say goodbye? Bye. I love you. Bean? Bye. Come back next week if you want to. Okay, bye everyone. Thanks for joining us. And remember, if you're feeling angry, don't glue your face to anything. <laughs> Try asking for a break or counting to four and taking some deep breaths. Whatever you choose, you got this. And we'll be here cheering you on. <laughs>